0: There is an abortion case awaiting the Supreme Court ruling, and the left has decided to hold a protest. Uh, I spent a little time listening to the protesters, and they sound as crazy as I always thought they were. Um, But they sounded evil. And essentially, Chuck Schumer sounded evil when he said this. And I played this last week. I played this on Friday. But let's let's have a little reminder because I think it's kind of important that you see where I'm coming from.
1: I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with
0: these awful decisions. Yeah, well, I... Uh... <laughs> That was a terrible thing to say, basically threatening Supreme Court justices because they're going to make a decision that you may not like, Um, but it's going to get worse than that because I sat back and I listened to these people talk and I did talk about the evil of the Democratic, of the left, the left, not the Democratic Party, but of the left. Uh, I, I think we have more to talk about. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbass Talking Politics. So it's kind of in a slow news cycle, and I decided, okay, we're going to talk about something that really bothers me, um, and that's abortion. I, I do not like abortion. I I understand a lot of the arguments. Some of the arguments I don't understand. And with this abortion protest that happened last week... I did not understand any of it. So we're going to talk about it. And one of the things we're going to do is... I I told you that these people sounded evil. Some of them sound evil. Some of them sound really hurt. We're going to get into all of that. But first off, let's talk about what these people were protesting. Because I'm not exactly sure they were... Everyone made it sound like this was an attack on Roe v. Wade, and it really wasn't. So let's go and talk about what the actual case in front of the Supreme Court is about. Because it's not exactly what a lot of people think it is. Here it is. The case involves the need for abortion clinics to have a patient registered at an emergency facility in case something goes wrong during an abortion. I, 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 um, so it's not an attack on Roe versus Wade. It's basically a extra regulation that the government is going to put on these clinics. Right now, if there's an emergency during an abortion, a clinic has no recourse. Um, also, hospitals are required to treat patients per the Hippocratic Oath. So right off the bat, If no recourse means that the abortion clinic doesn't have to do anything. So let's just say a baby is born alive uh, after a botched abortion, or the mother is suffering, or the mother has complications. The abortion clinics do not have any legal requirement to get that woman to a hospital, or the baby to a hospital. This is the big problem the left has, is that if you have a baby who was born alive, per the Hippocratic Oath of the hospital, and of the doctors, who may be pro or anti-abortion, it may not matter, they have to keep that baby alive. The left does not want to do that they don't want to leave the abortion or the health of the mother or the health of the baby in the hands of a hospital that's the first problem pro-abortionists are fighting against but i don't think they understand why wanting a woman who may be in trouble because of a botched procedure to have medical care i just don't understand any of that why is this an issue and it, it, that's the whole thing, so much for feminism, because it may not be, if the law passes, it may not be the woman's health that's an issue. It may be the baby's health that's an issue. And notice, I'm not calling this this fetus, this bunch of cells that these women are, well, we're going to see, they don't actually think that, but it's, okay, it's common sense The big problem for pro-abortionists is that if abortion clinic is too far from a hospital, the clinic has to close or they have to move closer. And that's where the problem is. Pro-abortionists don't care about the safety the safety of a woman having an abortion. They only care about abortion. They only care about the baby being killed. That's all they care about. I work at a low-income, free clinic, uh, I do IT there, when we have a patient who is experiencing distress, whether that be respiratory distress, cardiac distress, high blood pressure, whatever it is, we are required to dial 911, and the fire department is required to send a uh, fire truck and a ambulance and that person will then be taken to a hospital that is better equipped to deal with that issue because in a free clinic we don't have the equipment to deal with issues by the way that's the same thing with any clinic you can have a plastic surgery clinic you're required for the same you're required to do the same thing so some gal is getting her nose done and she suddenly goes into cardiac arrest. You need to contact a hospital. Abortion clinics do not have that requirement. And so basically someone sued. Of course it's Alabama, so it's going to be the bad it's going to be the bad people, the bad white people, the racist people, things like that that are saying you need to send that kid to a hospital. You need send a woman to a hospital. Um, I, I don't exactly understand why this is an issue. I think that Supreme Court should rule on this 9-0. Uh, the abortion clinics should have to follow the same regulations that every other clinic has to follow. The lack of this kind of care led to the rise of this horrid human being named Kermit Gosnell. So, I, I don't know if you know who Kermit Gosnell is. If you don't, there's a great movie out there. Uh, you can download it, you can watch it, rent it on, uh, I'm not sure it's free yet, but you can rent it on Amazon. Where it's The movie's simply called Gosnell. Uh, This is a Philadelphia abortion doctor who ran a clinic that was so unsanitary that he was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder for the deaths of three of his patients. He also had to deal with, I think it was seven additional counts of manslaughter because his clinic was so bad. He also was a serial killer. Let's call it what it is. He murdered many babies beyond 24 weeks, which, by the way, he is the uh, law in Philadelphia. He did; he is serving time for that. And he would kill babies who were actually born alive. So there were some babies who did not survive that he botched the abortions. I don't think this guy was much of a doctor. He botched abortions. And what he ended up doing was killing the born baby. And how he would do that was by snipping the spinal cord in the neck of the baby. Now, the media did cover this. Um, it, no, I take it back. The media didn't cover this. The coverage was from a bunch of um, right-wing media groups. And I I mean right-wing by conservative. I don't mean right-wing as these were bad people. But the mainstream media never covered this. This guy was actually accused of killing hundreds of humans. Um, The only people who actually considered what they did a crime was the Philadelphia Police Department, which accused them of this stuff, and the Philadelphia DA, which went through it. The DA was very touchy about it, but the reality is the DA said, this guy did bad things. Was this guy a serial killer? That was the big option okay he's a abortion doctor so he may not be a serial killer but the reality was he had the feet of babies in little jars filled with formaldehyde this guy kept trophies and he kept them in plain sight when the police raided his clinic they basically found all this stuff and that's when they determined that this guy had some real problems. So when when the Supreme Court has to hear about a case that involves um, hey keeping the baby safe, keeping the uh, patient safe, the woman safe, yeah that seems like it's a pretty important thing. But for some reason, no one thinks it's that important on the pro-abortion side. So, I tell you what, it's time to to sit back and listen to these people and really break down what these people say. Okay? Because I I am anti-abortion. And I'm going to say something really controversial here. I'm anti-abortion. I think if a woman is raped she should not be able to have an abortion. The only time a woman should have an abortion is if her life's in danger. And maybe, I, I can't even say this is something that's right, in my opinion. Maybe incest is involved. So let's, let's, let's take a look at these pro-abortionists and their, and their protests. And let's just listen to them and break it down. So here's a little montage of the abortion protests and they don't include the real big ones we're gonna talk about, but we can still rip them apart and talk about them. So here it is, listen.
1: I had the privilege of always knowing I could access abortion care. Just knowing I would never be forced to carry a child I did not want knowledge that men carry 24-7 left me free to dream, free to pursue, free to become the woman I am standing here today. But abortion care cannot be just a privilege reserved for those in the right state, the right economic class. It must be a right. I became an abortion provider because abortion is an essential part of health care. And because patients need and deserve care that is based on medicine, science, and fact. Here is a it's memo to Donald Trump and his appointees here, to this it's court. About admitting this it is about what America women. looks like. Oh, yes. <laughs> and and America so is for reproductive, reproductive rights. rights. So America is for like the principle that it's definitely in my decision. Abortion is legal in this country and it needs to be available to everybody.
0: So, this is what really trips me out about these abortionists they're admitting they're killing a baby. And the first gal basically said, well, I, I need, didn't need this child. I, it wasn't going to be good for me. And <laughs> we're going to go more into that. But I don't, I don't want to use this news clip to prove my point. Basically, what she's saying is that, yeah, I killed a baby. But I should be able to kill the baby because of men because men can't carry babies. Here's the whole thing with that stupid argument is that you're blessed to be able to carry babies. How many men would like to do that? It's evil. This is a bad thing. And there's far more evil coming. The second thing she does is what the left always does is they make it about economic or social warfare. So she sits back and it can't be about the fact that I am born in a, I'm born poor and no, rich people. Here's something wild and crazy. Anti-abortionists don't want abortion, period. It has nothing to do with whether you're rich or poor. I do not want a poor black woman, to have an abortion any more than I want a rich white woman to have an abortion. So, this argument is absolutely terrible. Kind of evil. So, I don't know. It's just bad. The abortion provider thing is stupid. It's just a bad argument because the reality is you're not providing anything. You're killing something. So, abortion is not a right. It's never been a right. It's not going to be a right. There is no absolute way any of this is going to be legit. When you have an abortionist that is sitting back and saying, it needs to be a right, yeah, she wants to make money. I guarantee you she drove a Mercedes to the uh, protest. Because for her, abortion is easy. You just have to fuck You have to take apart another human body within a human body. It's not a big deal for them. So it's it's just a really bad argument. And the other two or three I, I really don't even want to talk about. So I'm not even going to bother with them. But we're going to get into the big things in a few minutes. And, of course, they blame Donald Trump... Uh, like he was the first guy that sat there back and said that abortion is a bad thing. Um, not exactly sure what that is all about, but whatever. I it, it is what it is. And by the way, that was talked about by a guy who faked his Vietnam War record. So, don't really care. Now we need to get into the nitty gritty of the abortion act, this abortion rules, and mind you, no one's overturning Roe v.ersus Wade. When these um, Supreme Court justices make decisions, it has nothing to do with that. But let's talk. Let's take a look, and you can see how extreme these people really are. So. Listen to this uh, little segment.
1: Where the abortion providers at? Where the future abortion providers at? Woo! Awesome, and a special shout out to where are my people who had abortions. Where y'all at? Nothing about this work is gonna be without us. Woo! Awesome. So, as I said, I had an abortion when I was nineteen. It was honestly one of the best decisions of my life. I was simply not ready to become a parent. And that's really all you need to know.
0: Woo! Woo! I like to kill babies. Woo! I'm here to kill babies. Woo! This is, <laughs> I, I don't mean to make light of this whole thing, but they are making light of this whole thing. You're a provider. you provide nothing. You kill babies. And you've admitted it. Oh, hey, the reason I kill babies is because I needed my baby killed or I wouldn't be a doctor who kills more babies. Ah! And they're all screaming. And do you, do you, under, do you listen to the people in the background? They don't seem like they're really into that. They're, ah, you hear the crowds. It's just like, this is not normal. This is wrong. I, 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 this is the whole thing. This is evil. She wouldn't be where she is. and We're going to get to a, a video clip that's worse than that. She wouldn't be where she was if she didn't have an abortion at 19. Woo! I, I, uh, where was her mother when she was, should have had an abortion? Just absolutely terrible. To the providers and the future providers! Woo! This is not being a provider. You're killing a baby. You're taking away a life. You're violating the Hippocratic Oath. Period. End of story. So, yeah, that's one. And that wasn't even that bad. Let's listen to the clip number two. This one's getting a little bit worse.
1: Let's hear it for Senator Schumer! Let's hear it for all the people of America. Trans folks who
0: have abortions. This is crazy, <laughs> and, and this is absolutely crazy. And it's crazy because let's hear it for Schumer, who basically threatened two Supreme Court justices. Then let's let's celebrate everyone who had an abortion. Yay, abortion, killer babies. Yay, that seems okay. Oh, uh, okay. Then they say let's talk about transgenders who have abortions. Yay. And, and people are like clapping I you, you gotta listen to people they're they're doing all of this by because they have to um transgenders having an abortion what does that have to do with anything abortion is abortion if you're a trans male and you have an abortion you killed a baby uh trans females cannot have babies. Therefore, they cannot have abortions. This is how crazy this whole thing has gotten. It's just stupid. It's stupid. It's murder. It's sick. It is sick. This whole thing is sick. I I don't like it. I, 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 I won't support it. It's disgusting and it's sick. It used to be about, you know, raped women, women who were physically in trouble if they had a child, uh, incestual women. It's not about that anymore. Now it's, let's celebrate. Yay! You killed a baby. And these, half these people don't even, don't even skirt the fact that they are killing a baby. Well, now we're going to get into the truly weird. We're going to get into Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib, who is an anti-Semite, she's just a bad human being, um, She decides to talk about abortion. She's supposedly an Islamist, and last I heard, Islamists don't believe in abortion. But she's sitting out there and she's saying, Hey, you know what? You don't want an abortion? You don't believe in abortion? Well, then don't have sex with me. Has anyone seen Rashida Tlaib? No one wants to have sex with really Rashida Tlaib. The reality is, I could be hard up for a year and a half, which with my existing girlfriend probably is pretty accurate uh, but I, no no nobody wants to have sex with you really bad argument by Rashida Tlaib which is why she's a member of the squad because that's what the squad is uh, a group that has nothing but bad arguments so listen to Rashida
1: past year I realized my 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 are they obsessed with our bodies how we talk how we look what we stand for I mean, this type of policing of our bodies is so interconnected to all the social justice movements all around the country. I represent the third poorest congressional district in the country. This issue is an economic justice issue. This issue is a racial justice issue. And let me tell you, this obsession with our bodies you know, I, in the legislature, in the Michigan legislature for six years, used to say people to people, yo, yo, you know what? You're so freaking obsessed with what I decide to do with my body. Maybe you shouldn't even want to have sex with me or with you or with any women. The power that we have over our bodies to push back and use that power and saying enough is enough. We won't stand by for you to commercialize, for you to profit, for you to do all the things you do to what? To make us less than in this country. Because that's what it does. So I want you to know there is more of us than them.
0: So Rashida... I went over a couple of things there. First, racial justice. Abortion is racial justice. Um, That sounds a lot like what they did with eugenics back in the 40s. It's, It's racial justice how? So people of color are having more abortions. And let's not forget that racial justice that she calls, or eugenics, which is what I'm calling it, was a bad thing in the 40s. They wanted to kill brown and black babies back in the 40s. The broad who discovered Planned Parenthood was a racial justice warrior or a eugenics warrior, whatever you want to call it. And economic justice, what does economics have to do with the baby? News newsflash: all these people didn't have to get pregnant. They did not have to get pregnant. This is about, you know, why don't these people have a rally on don't have sex outside of marriage? Don't have sex outside of um, a committed boyfriend. You want somebody committed. Why don't they have these kind of rallies? Instead of single women getting pregnant because they decided to have sex... And deciding, oh, I'm going to have an abortion. And and by the way, if you don't like the laws the way they are, no problem, I don't like them either. I, have, I am a man who has never gotten a woman pregnant when I just didn't decide that we were going to have babies. I do not have any kids in the world that were not planned. So I do get a chance to say that for all you freaking intersectional... Um, identity politics people out there. So I do have a say here. I had four kids. So I get to say what I got to say here. I think it's wrong. I think it's evil. I think what Rashida Tlaib is saying is evil. It's bad. It's not social justice to have an abortion. It's evil. It's wrong. You're murdering a child. The most evil came from some broad name. And yeah, I'm going to say broad. Get over it. Named Busy Phillips. This is the epitome of evil. And I don't know how anyone cheered to this. And I guarantee you, the, who di- the people who did cheer were like, this isn't great. This isn't great. And listen to her tone. She's pissed. She's angry. And she made a deal with the devil. Listen to this one.
1: Sitting in Los Angeles in my beautiful office of my own late night talk show. Soon I would be driving my hybrid car to my beautiful home. I have all of this. All of it. Because. Because. Because I was allowed bodily autonomy at 15.
0: She said that, and that is pure evil. In other words, she, her killing her baby, reproductive justice is because it led her to have the life she has now. Now, I don't know Busy Phillips. I have no idea who this is. And she is so, such a piece of rat's garbage. I, I, I don't need to figure it out. She's got a late night show. She's starting a couple of crap shows. This is evil. Absolutely, absolute evil. That she is saying, I killed my baby and now I'm successful. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Maybe she did sell her soul to the devil. I don't know. But I got news for you. When th- the time comes, God ain't going to be on her side. Because she sat back and gave everything up. Gave her soul up to have money. And I got news for you. She's going to die. It's not going to make any difference after that happens. I have, I find abortion disgusting and I cannot find, there are only two things, two reasons I can find abortion a valid, a valid solution. One, the woman is going to die. She's pregnant. She's going to have a baby and she's going to die or she could go through some serious physical problems. I get that. And I have a problem with incest. But there is no other reason I can find. And everyone will sit back and and tell me, well, what about the woman who is raped? I can have a discussion about that too. And I probably could have a discussion that is far more coherent than a lot of politicians do when they have the same argument. A lot of politicians do not believe that rape is a reason for abortion. I don't believe rape is the reason for abortion. I think I've talked about this in one of my past podcasts, but I just don't believe rape is a reason to have an abortion. And I, 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 any other reason, there is none. There's no reason, especially if you're having, I had an abortion at 15. You know what, something? Abortion, don't tell me it wasn't bothering you especially back then, it's a painful, brutal procedure. You don't believe it's a brutal, painful procedure? Watch it on YouTube. They'll give you the entire procedure from beginning to end in less than nine minutes. You can see it, it takes more than nine minutes because apparently ripping a baby apart takes more than nine minutes. And then pulling that baby out. And then suctioning that baby through a tube. Takes more than nine minutes. I don't like talking about this because I think it's just disgusting. I, I really do. I think it's really, really, really disgusting. But when I heard these women talk about this procedure and saying that it was beneficial, first off, none of them sounded like it was something that was beneficial. Most of them sounded like They sounded angry. They sounded mentally disturbed. Like they killed someone and are suffering PTSD. Definitely the busy Phillips did. She sounded pissed. And not pissed because she's a rich woman. Pissed because she had to have an abortion to be a rich woman. How about this? Don't have sex at 15. A wild and crazy thought, I know. But I think this is what people need to be taught: that the family matters, and there's no reason to kill another human being, especially like that, especially someone, another human being as innocent as a child. I, I, I saw this disgu- as disgusting. I had to go over this. And there wasn't that much as far as news went this weekend. So I decided to talk about abortion. And by the way, let's go over something. Why is rape not an excuse for an abortion? Because there's a difference between fault and responsibility. A lot of things may not be your fault, but you may be responsible for them. And I think that is the huge issue. That the result, the moral, the moral cause does not change. The moral responsibility does not change because of the cause. And liberals love to talk about that. So my son died. Not my fault my son died, but is it my responsibility to deal with it? Yes not the woman's fault, she was raped. And this is why I think rape is one of the worst crimes. But is she responsible for it? Yes. The moral challenge does not change because of the cause. And a lot of people don't talk about this, and politicians don't know how to say that. A lot of them believe the same thing I believe. Read Mark Madsen's book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F., And it will talk about the difference between responsibility and fault. And that's the reality, is that a baby's a baby. It doesn't matter whose fault it is that you ended up there. It's still a moral conundrum that needs to be dealt with. But people today want to just ignore it. Okay, so... You can follow me on Twitter at Run RunninFool, R U N N I N F E W L. You can download or listen to this podcast at uh, on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. Uh, there are no show notes for this episode. I'm probably gonna rip. I'm probably gonna throw a couple of um, videos up there, but at www.dumbassestalkinpolitics.com. Um, I hope you enjoyed today. You have any comments? Please, I'd love to hear your comments. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass Talking Politics.